0: Welcome to the Yadkin Psalter. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we will take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we will hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them out so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we begin, I would invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything to help you be present to the Holy Spirit in your midst. And now let us begin with an excerpt from our July 31st sermon preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord, from Romans chapter 3, verses 9 through 26
1: in Rome says Christ came Christ lived and died to remove the barriers of sin to remove those things that keep us separated from God's love and from God's will God came into the world so that we might know salvation and Paul tells the church in Rome and Paul tells every church that he writes this to and our job is to say yes yes to what God is doing and has done, I can tell you about those times where I know God has shown up in my life, my life, in my own ordination journey, where, where God showed up at a low point where I thought, like that, that where I thought that my, my journey into ordination was over, or at least stymied, where God showed up and said, "No, you're still going." I can tell you how God shows up in hospital rooms, in funeral homes. I can tell you how God shows up, shows up in new birth and in ordinary days. I can tell you what it feels like to have entire communities praying for you when you find yourself in the ER burners. I can tell you what it feels like when Jesus Christ shows up and there's nothing about me. There's nothing about who I am. There's nothing about who any of us are that will make God love us any more or that will make God love us any less. And our job as people of faith is to go out into this community, to go out into this world and say, God loves you. And I can tell you what that feels like. I can tell you what it feels like to be set free. To have my life opened up Can tell you what it feels like to find enough. Because we live in a world that constantly tells us we never have enough. Whatever it is, enough love, enough stuff, enough money, enough freedom, enough power, we live in a world that tells us we never have enough and we should constantly be striving for more. And the radical call of Jesus Christ in our lives is to tell us you have enough. You are precious and beloved just as you are. And Paul calls the church, calls us to say yes. To be pulled into the orbit of what God is doing and has done, to fall. To the arms of Christ, to intentionally work ourself closer to God. That's why we keep going back to this discipleship pathway, that circle. Uh, we don't want to move closer to Christ because somehow it's like because somehow we're moving closer to creation. We want to move closer to Christ because we want to move closer to Christ. We want to move closer to God because we want to move closer to the source of all of creation. We want to move closer to the God, to the Savior who has come into the world to tell us that we are enough and that we have enough. Because we want to move closer to God who shows up at our lowest points, who shows up at our highest points and at every point in between, we want to intentionally be with Christ. If you're here in person, there's a big uh, banner out in the comments that you can stop and look at. Instead of and the descriptions of each circle, it has what are some of those things that we can do in each area. And when we uh, come back to our, our town hall meeting that was supposed to be today, We'll talk about this more. What what does it mean to move closer? And what are some of those ways that we can live intentionally seeking out a deeper relationship with God? It's not about knowing enough. It's not about feeling enough. It's not about doing enough. What this whole faith thing is all about is about God who has already come to us. It is about saying yes. Yes, Lord. Here I am. It's about falling with all that we are, with all of our gifts, with everything that God has poured into us to make us who we are. It is about giving ourselves over to Christ. Christ. So if you want to do, do for God. If you are a person who lives faith and life from your heart, from emotion, live those, that emotion, live that faith, live that feeling for God. If you're someone like me who wants to know, find a way to put that knowledge and that learning in service of God. Because Christ has saved us. God has saved us. God has come to us. And our faith is fundamentally a response to what God is doing. Our faith
0: is saying, yes, Lord, here I am. Amen. Almighty God, help us to reflect on this week that has gone by with your eyes, and not only with our own. Review the past week. What are you thankful for? Did you miss any opportunity that God placed before you to share God's love? Where did the Holy Spirit move? Consider these questions to help us. Reflect on where we have fallen short from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Is there any one whom I fear, dislike, disown, criticize, hold a resentment toward or disregard? If so, what am I doing about it? Do I grumble or complain constantly? Is Christ real to me? As we look ahead, consider these questions drawn from our scripture text and our sermon. How is salvation a gift for you today? Why do you think God sent Jesus to us? More specifically, why do you think God sent Jesus to you? Holy God, as we look at the week that is coming, we ask that you would forgive us for those times and those places where we've fallen short of your call. Give us your power. And your righteousness to follow Christ with all that we are help us to give thanks that we are loved by you unconditionally and help us to see your Holy Spirit's movement in our hearts and in our lives so that we might be transformed to spread your love in all the world amen as we prepare to return to the business of our week let us reflect once more on Romans chapter 3 verses 9 through 26.
2: What then are we any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under the power of sin. As it is written, there is no one who is righteous, not even one. There is no one who has understanding. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned aside, together they have become worthless. There is no one who shows kindness There is not even one. Their throats are open graves. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of vipers is under their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery are in their paths. And the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that, whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced. And the whole world may be held accountable to God. For no human will be justified before him by deeds prescribed by the law. For through the law comes the knowledge of sin. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been disclosed and is attested by the law and the prophets. The righteousness of God through the faith of Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are now justified by his grace as a gift, through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ, whom God put forward as a sacrifice of atonement. By his blood, effective through faith, he did this to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his divine forbearance he passed over the sins previously committed. It was to demonstrate at the present time his own righteousness, so that he is righteous and he justifies the one who has the faith of Jesus.
0: Thank you for taking the time to pray the Yadkin Examine with us today. Remember, you can join us on Wednesdays with the Yadkin Lectio, and on Sunday mornings, you can join us in worship at 10 a.m. on YouTube Live or in person. And I would encourage you to go ahead and share the Yadkin Examine on your social media pages. Just go ahead and give us a shout-out. Invite some folks uh, into this prayer and into this conversation with us. You can also just... Tell somebody about the Adkin Examine and invite them to pray along uh, with the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always reach me at pastor at yetkinvilleumc.org. And until we pray together again, God bless.